This time we are catching up with Adam with Rebel Bikes. If you tuned in before, early on in some of the episodes, we had a deep dive with Adam, like all about the company and how it got started and all the new bikes they were coming out with. One of the new bikes that they were coming out with that I got to kind of see some of the behind the scenes was the Ranger, which now they've released and is like one of the hottest bikes out there. So wanted to swing by, chit chat with Adam again, and uh, just kind of see how the festival's going and see what he's been up to. Hey Rob, super good to be here. Glad to talk to you again. I feel like uh, we spoke right before uh, COVID happened and uh, we had a great talk about everything, like you said. So uh, things have been pretty wild and crazy since then as they have for everybody, but we're super excited to be back here. This is my favorite favorite event of all the all the you know demo events or industry events uh so it's great to be out here in sedona uh we got a ranger out here like you said that bike is just i mean every day i think within about five minutes our, our whole fleet of 20 demo bikes is is gone and out on the trails so uh, i'm super stoked to see everybody out riding bikes like crazy again and and everyone's loving them i wish i didn't have to go back home uh, tomorrow already <laughs> yeah it uh as fast as it comes and we're excited for it and then it, it, it's gone you know we all got to go back to our regular lives and and unfortunately away from you know the industry uh one of the things that i thought was so cool was my wife steffi actually got out on the ranger today and uh you know we you and i had talked about the platform and how well it works and it was really cool to be able to sit with her while she was riding and be like hey this platform with the Canfield Brothers uh, platform that, that you guys had created or, or licensed with them and, and got going on the carbon bikes and, and to be able to really walk her through like what that bike should do and how she needs to stay seated and it's going to continue to work through its suspension and, and it was really cool to see her like, oh my God. I see this because a lot of times I'll make subtle changes on her bike and she doesn't quite get it and she's like, I don't really feel it. But for her to like really notice, it was just really cool to see. So it looks like, you know, just the company's continuing to go on and, and show people like what cool things are out there and what the bike can do. Yeah, I, I love hearing that. I mean, she came back with such a big smile on her face and said it, it really is true. It's not just, you know, marketing hype or whatever, but, you know, the suspension platform that we use, the CBF design is just, it really stands out. Um, I'm looking forward to showing you what, you know, what we have coming down the pipes in the next few months. We have several new bikes in the works, and um, I think we're really taking that CBF suspension and just we keep on dialing it in and creating new bikes. And uh, I'm really excited for, for you know, we're going to be back here in about five months for Sedona Bike Fest in, in, in March. So we'll have a lot of new things to show off then. Cool. I'm excited. Yeah, we got to talk about some of the stuff that you were putting out and, like, uh, awesome. Just, like, on par with what you guys are doing. So I can't wait to see it, like, actually out there in the wild and what other people get to see what you showed me. So pretty stoked. Uh, That's all about so thanks for coming on with us, man, and just uh, chilling again and just, you know, being in front of the podcast and always have being so welcoming and, and let, you know, give us some time and, and uh, letting us kind of pick into the company and what you guys are doing. Absolutely. Can't wait till next time. Thanks, Rob. All right. Average Watch Podcast. We're back again. This is the final day at Sedona Mountain Bike Festival. Got over to uh, Club Ride. Uh, they make... Club Ride Apparel does like some of the coolest stuff, like plaid shirts, shorts, casual ride gear that's so much fun to, to just kind of show your flash while you're on the trail. I uh, actually grabbed one of their shirts yesterday. I know my wife wears them all the time, but I grabbed one of the shirts, went out on a big old ride earlier this morning, and just love the shirt. Like super cool, looked fashionable, plus, uh, you know, the way it uh, would, the one thing I noticed is the way it would pick up like the wind and, and kind of cool me off once I started riding. Just super cool. So got uh, Mike here, the owner, and uh, we just wanted to sit down and chit chat for a second. So Mike, how's the show going? 
You know, it's always pretty awesome to come to Sedona this time of the year. Um, I live up in Sun Valley, Idaho, so at about 5,000 feet at a ski resort. And we've already had our first snow, in fact, like two snows already. So, like, you know, I'm not home shoveling the driveway and I'm sitting here in like 80 degrees with, you know, people of like mind and like interests talking bike and bike clothing and riding bikes. And it's, it's awesome, man. Like, Sedona Mountain Bike Festival is definitely one of those things that should be on everyone's bucket list and continue to do so. So we'll be back in March um, when they have this next festival. So stoked. Yeah, super stoked. Very cool. So quick uh, overview. Like, when did the company start? Uh, the way that you guys make the clothing, uh, like, the, the vibe about it and things like that. Like, how did it kind of come about? For sure. So I'm the founder of the company. And, I mean, I, I've told this story a handful of times. But, you know, one day, I, I was, so I was working at a shop back then. And this shop was yeah, up in Ketchum and Sun Valley area. And you know, I was asked by my then wife to go for a burger and a beer after my mountain bike ride. And I was wearing the shop kit, like tight lycra fitting stuff at the time. And the place we were going to go to was this blue collar construction worker place called the Wicked Spud, right? You know, obviously in Idaho, the Wicked Spud, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh man, I can't show up in this you know, tight fitting kit. It'd just be out of place. And so I went back in my closet and, you know, literally inspired at that moment. It was one of those, like you hear about this, you know the epiphany like when did that happen it really did like I went back in my closet and saw this vintage retro shirt that I picked up in Hermosa Beach when I was in, in college and it had a big collar like loud print it's kind of like the party shirt I still have it it's red you know and uh, I was like that would be so awesome to go riding in this shirt like it would just make the experience that much more fun or true or real or in the moment or whatever man it was like it was more than just the ride it was more than just the like I'm gonna get out there and hammer right and uh, I didn't want to mess up the shirt, and I, whatever. And so I thought there should be a brand that was doing this thing, and I, and I couldn't find it. You know, I looked at the time. This was in 2009, and I uh, couldn't find another brand doing this loose-fitting, casual stuff that had a design that was like my taste. And so I started making shirts. I went to a race uh, called the Cream Puff 100 over in Oak Ridge, Oregon. I went up to Portland after that, picked up some fabrics, brought them back to Sun Valley, and found a seamstress that used to do some dressmaking in Los Angeles. And so I literally went there with a napkin and five other shirts and it was like, you know, I want this thing to do this and sketched it out on the napkin and gave it to her. And, you know, kind of, that's how it started. And it, I got the first couple batches. So, you know, obviously I would make a couple shirts and be like, no, 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 this isn't it. And, you know, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I had zero background in clothing design or manufacturing. It's just not my jam. And, you know, so I, I got a design that I kind of liked and, you know, started making some product that this dude Raul's house, you know, and he would deliver me like 40 shirts at a time and I would, you know, pin little hang tags on them and take them over to little dealers and then my buddy owned a shop in Philly. So I sent him like a handful of shirts and he sold through and anyway, it's kind of the start of it was just this sort of like just full on garage made like brand and, you know, it, I, I found some investments after that point and, you know, was doing some manufacturing in California and I remember like I got my first pallet you know, product, there was like four styles and I got my first palette, I'm like, oh my God, now like all this product, like a palette, you know, S stuck it in my, in my van and started driving around and, you know, went to some shops and was like, hey, here's this shirt. You know, like, and they're like, what the heck is this? I'm like, you ride it. And they're like, you can't ride it. I don't think you can do anything you want with this thing. Like ride bikes, drink beer, it's all good. And um, yeah, that was like 13 years ago. And you know, now it's, it's, it's not like, you know, we don't own anything, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a cool industry to be part of and we, we made a really great impact into what people can wear on the bike. Um, there's other brands doing very similar things now and it's, it's awesome to see what Club Ride did is like open up this category of ca like casual 
in a bike world that didn't exist before. So it's been fun to see that take off over the 13 years that I've done it. Man, that's, that's awesome. That's that's a pretty cool story. I, I, I like it. <laughs> I can, I, I'm trying to wheel yeah. it down even more. Yeah, so, no, that's awesome. I, I could go on for days. What's that? Uh, like, what is the uh, primary? I mean, like, I got one of the short shirt, short sleeve uh, plaid shirts. Yeah. Like, what's kind of the the hot thing that's been out here today? I know there's a couple different uh, products have been out. You know, what is the the signature of you guys? Yeah. Is it more just the plaid shirts, or? Yeah, we are we are the plaid mountain bike shirt company. Um, you know, it, it's it's definitely much more than that. So check it out at clubbrotherbarrel.com. Um, no, it's you know our signature item is our New West shirt. Um, it is a plaid shirt. It does have pearl snaps. So it's like just this fun aspect. Pearl snaps on a riding shirt is like super badass, right? And then it has like venting out of the arms and stretch wicking fabric and UPF 50 zip pockets, you know, like all this stuff going on. But it's a cowboy shirt, really. I mean, we're based in Idaho, so you got to have a cowboy shirt. Um, and it's the thing that has been with the line for the last 13 years. We've always had a cowboy shirt in the line, and it's what people know us for. You know, we have you know 15 other styles that are part of it, and women's shirts and bottoms as well, and, and other things. But that's, that's always the go-to. Is like super cool colors, um, fun with plaids, pearl snaps is what we're all about. So and it's just again fun on the bike. Very cool. Where can people find out more information? Uh, about about you guys, socials, yeah. websites, things like that, and uh, you know, local shops, and then do you guys also do uh, direct buy to consumers, things like that? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, website, best place to find information, clubrideapparel.com. Uh, just Google Club Ride Clothing or something, and you'll find it pretty easily. Um, our Instagram or, or Facebook or TikTok, whatever your whatever platform that you choose to use, we're out there. So you can search Club Ride Apparel and find us there for up-to-date information. Um, as far as purchasing goes, we do have 18 partners that we're working with. We changed our model over the last couple years. Um, we did have a lot of other wholesale accounts across the country and some big corporate ones as well. Um, I wanted to bring this back in and, and focus more on storytelling and direct-to-consumer. So um, over this last two years, we've switched sales models and we are doing more direct-to-consumer. I think kept accounts and like really awesome destinations like here in Sedona with Thunder Mountain Bikes, which is a rad shop if you ever hear. Um, places like Hurricane and St. George, Crested Butte, Durango, Metal Valley. Anyway, so these destination places where it's just an like awesome place to go and ride um, are places where you can get club ride as well. Sorry, they're making margaritas behind wow. us. And it's <laughs> That's it. It's, it. We're starting to wind things down. So, it, yeah, it's the festival. It's the way it is. Well, man, I appreciate you sitting down with me. You and I talk, so we're probably going to sit down and actually do like a full episode to really like get your backstory and the company and, and just more in depth of all about what you guys are doing. So I really look forward to that and uh, scheduling a time where we can, you know, as we talked uh, the other day about just getting in and, and really deep dive into the company and, and kind of let the uh, consumer and people know what like the the big, big overview story because I know just out here we're, we're putting that that thousand yard uh, view on it and we'd like to kind of shrink things down and actually like really get into some of the nitty gritty and find out about the company. So, uh, man, it's awesome to sit and chit chat with you and, uh, you know, I'll keep rocking the apparel. So thanks man. No, it's, it's been fun. I'm, I'm definitely ready to go home. I was at the Rome festival before this, which is a women's mountain bike event last weekend, rode Sedona or rode Phoenix before and then came out here. So it's been a long time on the road and looking forward to going shoveling my driveway and getting back to work and seeing the kids and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's, I'm super happy to meet you up here. And yeah, my time All right. is your time. All right, sounds good, man. Thank you. All right, Average Watch Podcast back here again, Sedona Mountain Bike Festival, part of our uh, short interviews that we're doing. 
this time I'm sitting down with Rick, who's the brand manager of Ride Concept Shoes. Super cool shoe for like free ride, enduro, um, just everyday mountain biking. But uh, one of the cool things is just they've got the flats, they got some SVD stuff, and so you can actually walk around with the shoes and uh, you know not be clunking around in a hard uh, set of XC shoes or something like that. So, Rick, how's the Sedona Mountain Bike Festival treating you? We love Sedona. We're always stoked to be here. We're doing demos. Um, there's tons of people, obviously, on bikes coming through. So we've been demoing a lot of shoes. We got a show special going on. We're selling products, and we're giving out some beverages and swag and high fives. And just good to be back to events. Very cool. So what? How long has Ride uh, Concepts been in, uh, out in the industry, and and uh, kind of what's the premise of what you guys are doing? Obviously, shoes, but. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about the company and just kind of what you guys are doing. We launched in 2018, so we're three years in. We are distributing our product in over 45 countries internationally now. Uh, we're you know just focused on bike footwear, especially mountain biking. So you know, we're the only company that actually does that, that focuses on bike footwear. The Our founder, Brandon, launched this company because he saw a need for a good quality, durable product for men, women, and youth, essentially the whole family, you know. Our, our youth and our women's shoes are built on youth and women specific lasts, so we're very, uh, we're very particular about fit and feel, and um, we use partnerships with companies like D3O for impact protection and um, some other partnerships that will be happening in 2022 on some of the new products. Very cool. Yeah, we got to uh, at least some of the see some of the cool stuff that you guys are going to come out with, and, and from what you're saying, like some really cool. And I, I got to say, some of the products that I saw were just amazing. So it's going to be really cool to see some of the stuff uh, that you're coming out. Uh, definitely uh, going to have to grab a set of uh, the the product I saw. I was pretty stoked about. So uh, I, I like the cool design because sometimes with some of the mountain bike shoes that I've seen, they're hunky looking or they just have a weird look. The way that you guys are designing shoes actually has a really stylish, cool look that I think fits more of uh, just that everyday person that even if you're wanting to wear them out, like you're with your baggies and, and you walk out into the coffee shop, somebody's not going to be like, what? These are some weird shoes this guy's got on. Uh, totally. I mean, the cool thing is some of this new product coming in 22, you know, definitely goes even further that direction and is going to give offerings for people out there who I think have been asking for something a little bit different. And of course, it all, always comes down to performance first. That you know, the, all of our product and especially the new stuff is just an ev evolving progression of of mountain biking and, and what we've been doing and designing and what we want to ride because we're all riders. We're a rider-owned company, and and uh, we're not going to put anything out on the market that we don't want to ride in every day. So we're yeah, super stoked to show off the new stuff in a couple months. Early spring, we'll be launching uh, a whole new line of of shoes that I think a lot of people will be pretty excited about. Yeah, they uh, definitely look cool. So where can uh, folks find out about uh, the product, order some products? Uh, is it in shops, direct to consumer? How do you guys get them out there? We do all the channels. Um, we're in uh, many, you know, hundreds of IBDs across the nation. We're in big retailers uh, like Backcountry, Jensen, REI, and of course, rideconcepts.com. And right now we're actually doing some uh, pre-holiday sales on some of the product in, from 2021 that'll be closing out to make way for the new colors and new product in 2022. So it's a good time to to check out your dealer or rideconcepts.com if you're in the need of some new kicks. Nice. And we'll uh, end this show, so we'll put a link at the bottom of the show notes and you guys will be able to just hit that hyperlink and go straight to them. So appreciate it. Thanks for coming by.
All right, Average Watch Podcast back again. We're uh, with QAT, talking about some new racks that they got coming out. Uh, you know, I was checking them out yesterday, and they're just so cool. I've always used QAC, love the racks. Anytime I'm traveling and racing and, and whatever, it's just my go-to rack just because it's, it's flawless. It works so well. And they've got a new rack really coming out. So came over to the booth, checking them out. And we got Jess here who's with QAT. And, uh, you know, she's going to kind of talk to us about the, the rack and, and just kind of how the festival's going and, uh, you know, see what's, what's new with them. So thanks, Jess, for coming on. Hey, thanks so much for stopping by at the booth today. So yeah, obviously this is a stop you in the a stop you in your tracks kind of rack. First thing they're going to notice is the uh, integrated LED lights. This is going to do running lights, turn signals, brake lights. It's a four-pin trailer connection. Comes with a seven-pin adapter, so it's going to be pretty universal for everyone that wants to have uh, that safety feature for sure. Um, the next thing they're going to notice right off the bat is the Kashima-coated hydraulic arms. This is a one-tap opening system, so uh, you just have to click this button, and all the arms are going to open up for you. This makes loading and unloading super streamlined and easy. Um, the next thing is a tool-free tire adjustment. So this is going to be able to carry 29-inch wheels all the way down to 20-inch tires, so children's bikes and fenders. So this is a fender-compatible rack, and it's also an RV-rated rack. Again, going back to that universalness of the of the product we wanted to create. Add-on box is going to carry a two-bike. Uh, it's going to be a two-bike carrier with a one-bike add-on or two-bike add-on uh, option. Each add-on will have its own set of lights as well, so it's going to illuminate at night. Um, Five-inch fat tires, there's no minimum, so road bikes are good. Uh, it's gonna carry everything in your garage that you like. Security-wise, this rack comes with a 12 millimeter cable lock, as well as two forms of security for the rack itself. It's gonna come with your good old-fashioned locking hitch pin and a anti-tamper security uh, mechanism that's actually going to lock the rack in the hitch. So even if someone were to hacksaw through your uh, hitch lock, they physically are unable to pull the rack out of the hitch without knowing that, what that tool is and having that proprietary tool that only comes with the rack itself. So this is a brand new rack designed for Kua, and we're really excited about it. It's about four years in the making, so uh, we're anx uh, anxious to get this out on the market and uh, into your guys' hands. Yeah, it uh, it was so cool seeing just the integration with the way it locks on, on both wheels, um, you know, not having to go down and undo the little plastic strap, even though it's always been flawless. You know, it, it's still, you, you lock your front tire down, and you got to go back to the back and... and you know, pull that little plastic tab. So now you have a, basically it squeezes both tires down, which is super cool. And the LED backup lights and, and brakes, you know, if you're driving a car that basically you have, you know, so many bikes on it that covers up the, uh, the brake lights of the car, this is now all integrated. So it's just super cool to see. When can these be available? Are they in the shops now? What's kind of retail, what customers are going to be looking at, things like that? Yeah, for sure. So this rack is currently available for pre-order and all pre-orders will start shipping in March. So definitely contact your local Kuat dealer. That is the only way that you can get one of these racks. We do not sell the racks directly, so we can offer that good dealer support. Um, so if you have a bike shop you go through, hit them up and see if you can get one of these guys on uh, pre-order. Very cool. And then uh, what are they running? Yeah, for sure. So they retail at $13.89 for the two-bike carrier. Sweet. And then, like you said, they can add a single bike so you can carry three or you can have the uh, extra two bike and carry four. 
Yeah, exactly. And with that, you also have it's an all uh, metal aluminum construction. Sounds good. Well, I appreciate you coming in. Uh, you know, is the festival doing good for you guys? Oh, yeah, it's been great. We love coming out to these things, and we're happy to be on the West Coast for once. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, thanks a lot, and uh, we'll put some links. Where can uh, so people can basically go to their local dealer, and then if they want to just get online and kind of check them out, where do they go for that? Very easy. It's kuat.com, K-U-A-T.com. Sounds great. Thanks for the time. Thanks so much. We're sitting down with Nick with Rogue Panda. Rogue Panda makes some of the coolest and most interesting bags, basically for your bike, where you're doing bike packing or what have you. And they design pretty much anything to fit just about any frame, uh, from whether it be a top two bag, center frame bag, everything, and any design you can even come up with. So, uh, Nick, how's the show going today? It's going pretty good. Yeah, weather is perfect, as usual, for the fall in Sedona. And, uh, yeah, it's cool. been going great just talking about bags. Very cool. So you guys custom make all the bags in Flagstaff, Arizona? Is that correct? Yeah, they're all made in Flagstaff. Uh, the frame bags are all custom made to fit to fit each frame. And the other bags, like the top two bags, um, we have a new handlebar roll coming out. We're working on seat bags. Those are more universal fit. Cool. And basically, uh, from what I've seen with the website and what kind of what you were talking to me is basically you work with the customer to mock up some, anything that's going to fit their frame and pretty much whatever bike that they're going to have. Yeah, so we have somewhere over, somewhere between four and five hundred bikes on file, and then if if you you know, and that's a lot of Surleys and Salsas. Kona, some of the brands that are just more popular with bike packing. Um, but yeah, we have a bunch, bunch of frames on file, and if you don't, if you're you have a different frame, then you just send us a photo with a ruler for scale, and we just import that photo into CAD software on our computer and draw draw out the template. Nice. How long generally does it take for a customer, like kind of once they decide on a bag, for you guys to do whether it be a custom, and you have in stock too, right? We, it's kind of a mix. We, we have some in stock. We're kind of moving towards more of a just-in-time, make things as, as we need to. Um, the top two bags are like two to three weeks, um, and frame bags right now are 10. Sweet. Well, appreciate you uh, taking some time to chit-chat with us, and hope you guys have a good show. Yeah, thank you.